0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Expansion Pack podcast where we download this week's gaming news and we bring it straight to you. This is episode 88. Uh, I'm your host, Black Ice. I'm joined by my co host each and every week on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. So we got my guy over here to uh, to my left, or sorry, my right if you're watching on, on YouTube. That's uh, Goop Master Flex. What's going on, man?
1: Not much. Just uh, gooping.
0: Stay gooping. Alright, right. mm-hmm. all alright Yeah, real yeah, simple. I like that He had a little was like, flex, flex on us too You know, he just came from ah, the gym okay. Okay,
1: okay. okay, okay Whoa, 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 I will whoa. never do that. I'm weak, okay, guys okay. I said he's weak,
2: damn
0: Well, you know, we got my man down low Mr. 525 Chris, how you doing, man?
2: <laughs> like I told you earlier, bro I'm tired, I'm so tired <laughs> But I'm still here about these games Get to it. Let's get the talking. Let's do it. All right,
0: all right. Work well. I mean, hey, in the spirit of it, you said let's get straight into it. I mean, this is this is your time to shine here, Mister. So uh, hit us off with that buffer.
2: All right, this week, people. The buffer is what is that thing that you feel would take VR to the next level? Because it's already pretty, you know, pretty up there. It's doing pretty well for itself, I'd say. Um, but you know. I think almost all things can be improved upon so um yeah my answer excuse me would be um this is a major ask and I know it's never gonna happen <laughs> no, there's no way I think there is another level that it can get to in terms of streaming right mm-hmm. so like I've never seen it I don't know if it exists so if it does correct me if I'm wrong but I feel like they've got to be able to somehow create a way where they can um, keep the person who's playing the game, keep their perspective when they're playing, but then also be able to give the viewer almost like a option between watching their perspective and like a third person perspective. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So like we can kind of like see them as the NPC playing the game. I think that's cool. You know what I mean? I think that kind of gives it another level of immersion in a sense. And, um, yeah, I I think that shit would be kind of dope to see. And Because I I couldn't really think of what else you can improve on. Maybe, like, the joysticks and things like that. But I think if you get that shit right, it probably would cost a hell of a lot of money to do your setup. (laughs) Because I don't know what the hell you got to buy to do that shit. But, I mean, it could be dope. It could be dope, especially if if there's a way to give people the choice to toggle. Like, dog, that's kind of crazy.
0: So I can tell you that the streaming thing exists to an extent, right? And it's not, it's actually not that hard, right? Um, If you have like an Oculus Quest, the wireless one, and like you plug it into your computer, you could output that visual to OBS like pretty easily. And then you can also do it so that like, I guess it really depends on how you want to go about it, but you can either do it so that, What you're seeing in VR is like the main thing on the screen, and then if you have like an external camera watching you, like in Mm. in real life, you know you can have that in the corner or you can flip it. Um, But the one thing that you did say that that doesn't seem to exist, and I I I would have to imagine it's not going to be too hard to do. But um, the the portion of seeing the person in the world, like in third person, that's interesting. I don't know. I think that'd be interesting. That'd be weird. I think for me, it's more interesting to watch the person like in VR seeing exactly what they're seeing. But I could see a scenario where certain games you would want to see them like in third person. So you see their character moving around and doing all the things. Um,
2: So like that Friday the 13th game, right? The one where there's one person that's the killer and the rest of the people have to kind of scatter and shit. mm -hmm. I think that's a cool ass game to do something like that in. You know, because you're going to want to see sometimes the perspective of the, the killer doing its thing. But I would argue, sometimes from a third-person perspective, it might look cooler. Um, So, I don't know. It might be a game-by-game game basis, maybe. Yeah. But I could see how some people would like it in certain things.
0: That's interesting, yeah. man. I, I never thought about the <clears throat> the streaming aspect of seeing someone else, like, seeing their avatar do their thing. But mm-hmm. then i also wondering... So if we're, if, if you go based on, and, and it's interesting that you bring this up because Facebook just had this big conference and they announced all these things for the, their Quest line. Like they announced a new Quest headset. They announced like a partnership with Microsoft and some some really cool things. They're actually going to be able to uh, stream Game Pass games to your Quest device like right now. So it's, that's going to be cool. Um, but yeah, like I, I think their vision is that everybody has the headset, right? Everybody uses it in, you know, whatever capacity. So I'd be curious if it gets to the point where if you're in this metaverse, right, you could be spectating someone else's game already and looking at them in third person doing whatever it is that's happening, you know, as opposed to waiting for, like, streaming through Twitch or, like, Facebook gaming or, you know, whatever other avenue that exists. Like, it would just be integrated into the world that's there because it's already supposed to be, a thing where somebody can hop in and spectate a game, you know, like, like if that metaverse, that world exists, that anybody can come and play. And huh. Th- thinking like super high level here, so I yeah, know, just there's yeah. an interesting thought. Hmm. But uh, but Manny, yeah, man, yeah. yeah move on to what, whatever you got here, man. What uh what would you like to see in VR that doesn't already exist?
1: Some way to like slim everything down so that's less like, of controls or more of just you. I I don't know how to explain it, really. Well, it's it's more of just, like, you know, instead of always holding a controller in your hand, you know, how about, like, implement something that can, like, read your finger movements and everything like that so you're not real... So it's not feedback and just, like, you know, a finger move if you press a button or whatever. Like, you can actually fully control the virtual reality world. And, like... Not only that, but have, like, some kind of haptic feedback as well so you feel what's happening. Now, I know there's, like, a lot of things that's actually out, like, for example, like, vest that, um, you know, that you feel gunshots with or anything like that. But, like, to possibly just, like, feel it all over your body. I don't know how that will happen because, obviously, you know, it's, it's, everybody's body is different, everything like that. You kind of have to, like... Be able to adapt to everybody and everything so i don't know how possible it would be but just like the fact that to keep you more immersed with taking less control and maybe cutting the way of the headset and everything like that if it's possible that would be dope but um sounds
0: like what you're saying is you want us all to jack our spines into computers like the matrix
2: Whoa! Not like, <laughs> to the extreme. Not like that. I'm talking more no, just like I, th- I get what you're saying though, because I think there is a future where what he's talking about exists, where like they do simplify it all. I just think it takes like really good auto tracking features, right? Like, yeah. am I wrong on that? They got to really be able to get that at a fast frame rate. So
0: there's and, there's the there's the world where the, I guess the first part of what he says exists. But the part where, like, you know, you get you get half the feedback without like having something on you—that's not, that's not mm-hmm. possible unless they like jack into your spine, you know, like, like <laughs> that's literally not, <laughs> not possible. Like, and I'm, I'm not. I don't want that. Like,
1: I'm not. I'm more just like not just a jack into your spine. Like, I, I don't know if it'll be like. <sighs> I no, know, I, I, so I explain. get the general. Like, just some kind of like EXO, some like some kind of EXO suit kind of thing. that just like. Wraps around your body, yeah. But like, you know, so find a way to not make it as clunky and shit. And like, so you know, can track your movement and like, we can still feel what's happening. I get yeah. you.
0: I mean, I think I think at a low level, we're we're like there, right? Like, the, there are more advanced yeah. vests that are not this bulky and like, you know, they can go through a little bit more of your body. I I do think that um, the so so one of the things that Meta was talking meta being facebook was talking about was like they really want to focus a lot more on eye tracking and uh hand tracking so the quest 2 which is honestly it's like what two three years old at this point it has hand tracking like and it's actually really good um but i can imagine like they there's a rumor that next year they're gonna have the quest 3 and then this new quest pro that they just announced um it's it has eye tracking as well and it's a slimmer profile but it's not really designed for gaming or anything like that it's really designed for like work it's kind of a boring and over-expensive product, in my opinion. But the eye-tracking stuff is super compelling. Like, in, in, the, in the concept of, okay, like, if the game knows what I'm looking at, it will allow me to interact with that, that thing quicker and, you know, like, be able to maneuver around the game a lot better. And then, obviously, the hand-tracking stuff is a big deal, too. I, it's, I don't know. It's just all of it's, like, really interesting because there are so many different places that they could go but they're also like, I think the biggest problem to me, and I guess this might go into my answer is the biggest problem is VR is actually very far along and there's a lot of really cool and innovative shit that's happening, but Facebook is doing it. So nobody's excited about it. That's like really what it boils down to. Like, uh, you know, like I said, they just had this conference and like, there's a ton of really interesting and cool things that they're doing. Like you got John, John Carmichael, uh, john carmack who's actually one of the people who like invented the the id tech engine and doom and all that stuff um and like I, he's just super smart and he's doing really crazy and cool shit and like nobody is really talking about it because it's like well facebook's doing it so you know that's they're gonna like find a way to invade our privacy and do this and do that and it's like we're not actually looking at the like technical event ava- and uh, advancements of it and it's like i kind of wish somebody else would step in and like Make greater strides than what Facebook is doing, so that we could actually have it more available and people really be excited about it because mm-hmm. it's really fucking cool. There's just a lot of really cool games like Resident Evil game, Resident Evil Four that got remade for it. It's actually a really good version of the game. Like it sold a ton of copies. Um, you know, like Beat Saber is kind of the game that everybody defaults to, but you know, it's it's kind of like our a modern version of Guitar Hero mixed with like Dance Dance Revolution, but you know, like all that shit's cool. Like it's, it's good. And it works really well. You know, the fitness stuff works really well. Like we're here. It's just that a, I, I wish there were more competitors than just Facebook and B it got to an even more affordable price tag. Like I think Facebook was selling the quest at a loss for a while. It was like 300, $350. And then they just jacked up the price a little bit. And like, once it hits 200 for the, the level of fidelity that you get from like the quest two. I think that's a that's a price point where people can really start to look at it and say, all right, like this is something that I can go get. Like if if it if it gets to the point where we're looking at the same price point as like the Switch or the Switch uh, Light or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. where everyone can go pick it up and you know get it for your kids and this that and the other, and it's literally just a computer on your face where you obviously can play games with it, but there's more than you know gaming to be in, to be had with this. I don't know. I just I think uh, that's really what it needs to get to is just to have it not just be facebook and make mm-hmm. it cheaper and that would be it and that would go mm-hmm. such a long way but i do want to mention one other thing i think the microsoft partnership is really interesting to me because like you know right now it's it's very like um surface level it's like okay you can use teams and in with your quest or whatever microsoft teams is your quest and then obviously you can do the game pass stuff and that stuff's cool but like you know we've we've talked about this in the past like microsoft doesn't have a vr headset solution to compete with playstation vr and it doesn't seem like they're inherently interested in that but if they partner with uh facebook on this stuff you know we could get some really innovative things down the road like imagine um what's it called uh flight simulator like fully integrated in vr So not just you like streaming a game on a virtual screen, but you fully immersed in VR, like streaming the game from the cloud somewhere. And, you know, like imagine Halo being like that, you know, like, like I think that that might be where this partnership eventually leads to. And that's where this whole thing can get broken wide open for both Facebook and Microsoft, because if you can get to a point where you can stream high quality, like high fidelity games to like a, you know, eventually, two hundred dollar headset or something. Forget about it. That PlayStation VR two starts to look like kind of like a joke at some level, right? Because when that thing comes out, it's not wireless. You have to be tethered to your PlayStation Five. No. So, let's say PlayStation manages to make it three hundred dollars. So you have to you have to get a five hundred dollar system and a three hundred dollar headset. So you're totaling at roughly eight hundred dollars plus. Because I think there's other things that come with it, right? Like you need the camera and so on and so forth in comparison to just going and buying like a a quest three or whatever quest two light or you know whatever they eventually come out with where it's smaller and then you just get your game pass subscription and boom like hell i'm playing call of duty in in vr you know what i mean like that that that's where we're like talking about something very different now and i don't know i mean i I, would you guys be interested in something like that or like i think that shit would, would slap like i Call of Duty, Mm -hmm. obviously, is one of those things that people freak the fuck out for in general. You eventually get that in in VR.
2: Yeah, that's a whole other kind of simulator at that point. Yeah. whole another kind of simulator. It's crazy. Any FPS, when you think about it, Overwatch, any of these other games, like, in in that way, is... Wow. (laughs) BRs in that way? Mm -hmm. Wow.
0: I'm trying to think. What else? Forza. Oh, shit. Imagine Forza? Horizon in VR. <laughs> oh yeah. shit, that would that that's fun. That's fucking fun right there.
2: Shit, what about like Riders Republic type shit?
0: That shit would be dope too.
2: Jeez. Now that
0: would that though. I feel like I would get stick. <laughs> mm. Imagine you trying yeah, to yeah, like, on the bikes yeah, yeah. Like bikes doing backflips and stuff, or like you're going down like a, a you know a, if, you, if you're snowboarding or something like that, and you're like jumping in the air and, and doing all these crazy tricks. That would make me sick. I don't know if I would be able to to do that, but I would love the idea to to try it. You know, I'll try it probably one time and be like, yeah, this probably isn't for me, making me a little sick. But mm. there's a lot of people that would love it. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping by I this time next year point. we get some some other cool like VR experiences. Like, imagine like a I don't know Hellblade or something. You know, having like a I was just gonna say cool that. Like, wow. That would be.
2: Just gonna Nine. say that, man. Because yeah, that's different. Because you, you always, I always can like give them props for the audio experience with that game. So if you match that audio shit with some visual shit, whew, that's a, that's not even a game anymore. Like, what do you call that? Like that is just an experience. <laughs> that's
0: just an experience, bro. That's that's a yeah. whole ass. Yeah,
2: experience. that's something. <laughs>
0: you're fucking, you're they, freaking out, bro. Because mm. like, I remember the voices in Hellblade. If you start doing like the psychological horror stuff in VR. Nah, yeah. I might have to. That not yeah. that might not be for me. Just leave it at that. That might not That's be. That's
2: what I'm for tapping me. out. Thanks. Yeah.
0: But uh, but yeah, Chris, thank you for that that buffer. I actually really like that one, especially considering what's going on uh, over at Facebook this week with all their announcements. So I'm definitely personally, you yeah, know, I'm, I'm a Quest Two user. I'm gonna keep my eye out because I'm I'm pretty sure once the Quest Three drops, I'm I'm gonna get that, especially if they're talking about that eye tracking stuff. And they, yeah. i'm I'm here for all the the vr gaming stuff man um all right so yeah let's get into our our main topics for this week aside from that lovely vr conversation um first thing we got here is the uh (laughs) the super mario brothers movie that finally gave us a trailer last week i want to say last friday if i remember correctly um yeah, man. I, I i have to say, I was talking to Chris about this earlier on. I was not expecting this to be good or interesting. It just looked like, okay, we just have a bunch of celebrities that are going to be voicing in this movie. I didn't... Just from what I'm seeing at first, it's just like they seem to be putting like special care into this. I still am not a mm-hmm. fan of Chris Pratt and his voice. I feel like they were very deliberate to to play only like a small snippet of it at the end. I know some of us have mixed feelings about it here, but um, and the internet is you know the internet's the internet. So there's that conversation with with him and Chris Pratt in general. But I don't know. I don't, I'm I'm very torn. Like I'll start by saying Jack Black, dope as fuck as Bowser. Um, I don't remember who's playing Toad, but I, I liked seeing them in the trailer. And the animation looks amazing. Obviously, we know like what. Uh, that studio over there can do i don't know what keegan do
1: you guys think michael is a plain toad who keegan michael
0: oh nice okay good yeah. good 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 yeah I, that, it did not sound like him i could tell you that i, I couldn't hmm. i couldn't pinpoint who it was so he's obviously doing a good job in the voice department but um but yeah i'm gonna go around you know we'll see what you guys are all thinking about it chris i'm gonna start with you here
2: um so i didn't go into it with huge expectations um, just because, I don't know, I, I overall thought that they were going to give us some kind of cheesy bullshit and I wasn't going to be here for it. I didn't expect them to take it as serious as they did, especially in terms of the animations, because they are beautiful. They are uh, very nice. Very, very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to keep it a stack after watching that trailer. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I think the movie's going to be outstanding, but I will tell you what I think the movie's going to be. This, right here, in my opinion, I'm getting huge despicable me vibes off of this shit huge i'm because this shit right here is gonna sell t-shirts toys probably a video game uh (laughs) it's gonna sell a lot of shit and not only to children but this is gonna get adults too because of the whole nostalgia thing so Mm -hmm. this movie if it hits the way it's supposed to hit i expect there to be two more sequels i expect them to go hard as hell with this I, I, this is the kind of movie where they're going to probably say at one point, Oh, this is doing so well. Let's give Toad his own movie. I'm telling you, bro, this shit got legs. (laughs) Like it just, the Bowser origin movie. Give Jack Black a whole film right there. This shit got legs. If they do this right, it will be probably one of the bigger CGI franchises that we've seen in a while.
0: Yeah. I, I think that's um, the point, though, because you mentioned Despicable Me, but it is the same. I, I think I've said it was DreamWorks before, and I'm wrong on that. It's yeah. like Illumination Studios, so it is the same people mm-hmm. who did Despicable Me. So I, I think that's the plan, man.
2: Yeah. Y'all seeing how big the Minions got? Minions blew up beyond proportions. I still don't really understand it. Sure, I like it the movie like a and me. all, but <laughs> what the fuck? Like, yo, you thought that we were going to get to this level of popularity? Like, for real, for real? Like, nope, the Minions are like, like a pop culture icon at this point, bro. I
0: can like, tell I'm you, you that was, shit, I wasn't memes, surprised, man. I can tell you, I wasn't surprised because they're
2: cute little I was, creatures, bro. and I, I wasn't surprised. Like the, the, it's like almost a cult following for them shits, man. It's crazy how that shit worked out. Um, but yeah, this is that next one, man. You're gonna have people who love Toad. You're gonna have people who love Princess Peach. You're gonna have people who love uh, for, when they finally do another sequel and they bring in War Luigi and uh, what's his name. Uh, Wario, uh, Wario, yeah, Bruh. There's legs, bro. There's so many different things they could do.
0: On that. That's the thing, man. I think they they might do a lot of shit off rip. Like, what I think um, Donkey Kong's mm. in this movie already. Oh shit, word. You no, know, like, I don't know. I don't know, man. Seth Rogen's going to be Donkey throwing Kong, barrels, uh, uh, at least from what they're saying.
2: Oh, that's awesome. That's my boy. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I don't know. What, I don't know what to say about this, man. like between what detective Pikachu and like all these Sonic, all these things like they're not. When you look at it on paper, it's like, really? Why are y'all doing this? And then you watch it. Like I had no expectations for that Sonic movie, bro. None. And it was so good. So again, I had no expectations for this, but seeing the trailer, I'm like, okay, like I really like the animation on this. This could be very good.
2: Yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. A lot of care is put into it. You can see that from John. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of care.
0: I just what I'm looking forward to with this is the jokes that like, like basically like the thing that Shrek like perfected, right? It was like this is a kids' Kid. movie, but yeah. there are so many jokes for adults. <laughs> so many jokes for adults, and like that's <laughs> that makes it like more palatable for everybody to yeah. to go see. Yeah. that's what I'm expecting out of this. That's what worked with Sonic. That's what worked with Detective Pikachu. Like, you know, they were kids movies or really just movies based off of kids characters, which is the only reason why you call it kids movies. But it had adult jokes. So, you know, like you said, the nostalgia is one thing that's going to get a lot of people in the seats. But the quality of the movie, you know, could be a different different story altogether. I'm, I'm hopeful. I just I need Hollywood to, to come correct with more of these movies, man, like like. When when you're when you're gonna go in and like pluck in, uh, you know, like movie characters and whatnot. Like maybe maybe let's leave the the more cartoonish ones and focus on some of the the heavier shit. I want to focus on more mm-hmm. of the heavier shit. Just do it right.
2: I am okay with them getting all this shit out of their system because I'm gonna tell y'all boys something before we move forward. I'm gonna let you go, man. I'm sorry. I just gotta sneak this in there. Get all this bullshit out of the way because I know a Mega Man movie is coming at some point. I know it is. That shit needs to not disappoint me because it will break my motherfucking heart, y'all. Like, for real. I have been waiting for this movie for a while. And I, there's no rumors of it being, you know, cooked up or anything. I just know how Hollywood is going to work. In the next 10 years, they're going to start talking about a Mega Man movie. Ain't no way that they don't. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. So get all this shit out of the way. Make your little mistakes or whatever and make sure that shit is pristine. All right. I, w-
0: I would love that. Capcom has to fix their shit first. Capcom yeah. needs to get. Like, always they forget need about to that. <laughs> n- nail a Resident Evil property. They need to like knock that shit out the park. Once that happens, then we might be a little bit more likely to get like a, a Mega Man joint because Capcom got to, they got to put it together. Resident Evil is the most forget. marketable movie type of title that they have, and they keep fucking. I mean, they got it right the first two times, and then they just fucked it up after that. Like, the first two Resident (laughs) Evil movies, great. After that, just a fucking shit show completely. So, yeah, they gotta get back to whatever groove they got going on there, and then we'll see Mega Man. I feel like Mega Man might make a better TV show than a a movie. Really? I feel like it might... We'll see. I mean, they have that's a, a whole other conversation, I know, I, guess, I, know I know. That's interesting. They have a little partnership with Netflix, right? Based on the, the show that they made, which obviously got canceled is Resident Evil, but um, maybe maybe that might be the avenue. Who knows?
2: A lot of money there. I'll tell you that.
0: Facts, facts. Manny, Manny, uh, let's hear what you got to say, man. I know we've been going back and yeah. forth, Chris and I.
2: No, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. I'll let you shine.
1: But, you know, you know where I'm going to go with this. We already got a Detective Pikachu. We got a Sonic. Now we got a Mario movie. You know what I'm saying? It's about time we might get a Smash. Oh, movie. I do that. Was we get a Smash movie. You know what I'm saying? I'm just waiting because you know we already noticed Mario movie gonna kick off, and Nintendo you know wants to get more into that you know movie universe and you know this the big screen, the big picture. Now imagine all the Nintendo beloved characters in one screen banging out. Come on. You know how we do. <laughs> Whatever we say in the podcast gets shed into light. You know how we do. I'm going to say it right here, right now. We're going to get a smash movie in the next 10 years. Okay. Next 10 years. Okay. They're going. They're going you got Marvel. it. Because this movie's going. This movie's going to kick off and then they're going to be like, okay, what movie can we do next? And, you know, another franchise that everybody loves this is probably going to be Zelda. You know, you got those Zelda movie in there. Get that going, get Lincoln. You got Link in the game now. Okay, okay, who's next? And then you just keep building off from there. You build your character list. God ah, damn it. And then you get your movie. I, that's literally I, a I, Marvel.
2: He's right. I, I think he's definitely right about Zelda coming next.
0: Yeah, I think Zelda is the thing that makes the most sense. And I Kinda of stole you kinda of stole my uh question I was gonna ask you guys, but I was I was gonna say which one do you not even know which one you think is next, but which uh Nintendo property would you wanna see specifically? Cause mm-hmm. I'll tell you, the Zelda thing, um, somebody like had a mock-up on Twitter of like a, a yeah. Netflix Zelda like special, and that shit looked so legit. I was like, oh mm-hmm. god, man. I forgot who was Tom Holland was uh, link. I think um <laughs> Prince of I'm Zelda worried. was Damn, uh, chick from Emma Watson, and then they had Idris <laughs> Elba in there somewhere doing something. I was like, Yo, these posters look legit. So, I mean, it's obviously not real, but you know, Zelda that could be a thing at some point. But you
1: know. now, would you want it to be like a cartoon movie or you know, a live action? It's a real question. I'd rather be like a, good a CG
0: thing, personally.
1: Hey, man. Like, you gotta kind of, like, match the whole universe thing, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know how I feel about a live-action version. Like, I don't know.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. I feel like, you know, CGI probably be the wave. What are you thinking, Chris?
2: Yeah. I would take a live-action Metroid. I'd be A-OK with that. So I now, definitely that's
0: definitely gonna come down the line. That was gonna my answer with it. I, I want that Metroid movie, man. And I don't care if it's... I, honestly, honestly, I think if they made it, like, anime-style that would slap for Metroid. Like, I don't I don't okay. need it to be, like, CG, like, like this Mario thing. I don't need it to necessarily be live action. But the, the anime, the way they could come on with that, that could be it.
2: There is, like, a way to do that Metroid film if you do it in the right way where it won't even come off like a video game movie. Like, mm-hmm. you could do that in a way with a really serious tone, make it PD-13 or whatever, and have that shit actually hit. Mm-hmm. Like, on some New Age pitch black or... Chronicles or Riddick type shit or some bullshit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that shit actually could work. Um, damn, that'd be crazy. <laughs> that'd be real crazy. I don't even be playing Metroid like that, but I definitely would watch that.
0: Nintendo, I still need that Metroid game. where that at, bro? Metroid Prime Four or whatever the fuck it's supposed to be. At this point. <laughs> <clears throat> reboot the whole thing, man. Go back, make it like a, make it like a God of War style game. Like, give it the God of War
2: style reboot. You want Nintendo to do that? Yep. You ain't never going to get that quote. I was about to say, bro. I know, I'm saying, I know bro. never
0: not. But, 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 know, but tell me this, though. How, how fucked up would the game be if, like, like the, the industry... How fucked up would the industry be if, if Nintendo came out with that type of energy, bro?
2: I've been it, waiting for them to do something like that for a while.
1: It, it's impossible without a new console, man. That's all I'm going to say. Give us a new console, Switch 2 more powerful when you dock it, all that kind of thing. But I, I can't see it being like a God of War style anytime soon. Nintendo got, is going to stick to the old-fashioned roots or whatever, or even like the new group that they had with the recent games they had.
0: But you know what? People said that People said that for a long time, and then boom, Breath of the Wild came out. Breath of the Wild was just different. Breath of the Wild was different. I'm going to be just like that, True. But, hmm. You're, i feel like you got well mainly based on what you said i feel like you might be focusing a little too but much on graphics i'm not even talking about graphics i'm talking about you do whatever you do as nintendo graphically but you give it that type of story that type of gameplay around you know like third person over the shoulder type of thing where it's like a really deep um action adventure story you know like mm-hmm. that's all i need from them i don't i don't need it to look like you know, the most beautiful game in the world. I just need them to come correct with the story and the gameplay because that's what Nintendo's good at.
1: I don't know. Well, they're good with the game are You're going to you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna get hit with the game and then, like, you're going to hit the first dialogue and it's going to be fucking letters in the bottom. Like, fucking. I don't care. <laughs> if the Nick, gameplay I don't, I don't is, got is time good enough. Read.
0: Oh, man. Because at, at least I'm, what I'm getting at is there's baby steps to it, right? If you if you don't have the processing power or whatever to make it like a full fledged, oh, I'm, I'm talking and like their mouths moving and yet like I'm not looking for that level of God of War stuff. I'm looking for the you're completely changing the format, you're making it like a deep deeper and personal, a personalized story, and you're making me connect with the character. That type of stuff. I understand why Nintendo doesn't do the full cutscenes and the this and that. That's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about the. You can make that story interesting without necessary. Like you can do the the little blurs at the bottom and all that stuff. Like there's there's ways to get get that done. Like you know other games do that stuff. You know you have to read it. There are ways to get that done. I just want it to be like more interesting gameplay. Like I don't want the 2D side scroller shit. Like I'm done with that.
2: Yeah. I hear you on yeah, that last one.
1: Last Metroid game was you know side scrolling. I was like, yeah, I'll pass. But people really loved it, though. Apparently, Apparently it was really yeah, good. Yeah, they
2: did. They did, and that's
1: fine. But I'm, I'm good. I want, I
0: want something more modernized. Yeah. But Nintendo keeps playing in this like just nostalgic, man. Deal, like y'all gotta y'all gotta push forward for me.
1: Sadly, it works, <laughs>
2: but <laughs> that shit could be dead ass like Halo esque if they did it in the right way, man. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right, man. That's crazy. But that's but, crazy
0: i mean at the end of the day as much as i hate to say it nintendo will probably disappoint me again and just won't won't do anything like that whatever it is what it is but moving on moving on to uh to something that we are hoping is a little bit more realistic in the near future here it's the um microsoft's acquisition of activision blizzard i feel like i always always almost trip up on that acquisition of activision like i want that (laughs) the word always fucks me up anyways um So Microsoft definitely uh, was celebrating a little bit last week because it got through one of the first hurdles of approvals, which is the uh, Brazilian and Saudi Arabian boards. They both went through and approved the deal. Um, I think for me, the most interesting thing about this whole process, specifically from the Brazilian board, because I I don't know if you guys remember in the past couple, uh, I want to say this must have been months ago. Um, where the, the information came some of the documents came out about the, the Brazil filings um, where you know stony said that you know call of duty is like a basically a once in a generation type of game and nobody else can make anything that competes with it and yada 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 like it would hurt PlayStation gamers if it went away. Like there was all that drama through the filings and and to see that that uh, you know the Brazilian board basically said yeah we're good like you guys can go through with this and in the in the documentation, some of the things that they they notated was very specifically like kind of like shots at Sony. They, I, I remember distinctly they mentioned um, saying that you know this deal, we can't view this deal in the lens of uh, other companies like protecting other companies. Our, our responsibility is to protect the consumer. And therefore, we feel like this is one of those deals that could be best for consumers. They did They did like mention some things that they were a bit concerned about. But they said that at the end of the day, if, you know, this deal comes about, uh, Call of Duty goes into Game Pass, so on and so forth, like, ultimately, this is a good thing. And that it may not be great for Sony in particular, but Microsoft has gone on record saying that they do plan on making Call of Duty available for as long as possible. So first step of that process, really, I mean, I guess not surprising for me. uh, But I guess now that uh, it's gone through... You know, we're still waiting to see what's going to come about from the US market uh, from I think the specific ones they mentioned was the US, the UK, the EU, and I think it was China. China is like a whole different I don't even know what to expect from that China thing. But the Brazilian one, you know, good start, I suppose. Um, I guess we'll go around the room and just talk about this little blurb first, because there's a little bit more to the story that I'll get to in a second. But, you know, were you guys surprised about this? like, what are we thinking about this meeting? I'll start with
1: you. Yeah, and we're talking about, like, what, UK going against Microsoft and, you know... We didn't get to that, oh, yeah. We're just talking
0: about Brazil for
1: uh, now. Oh, Brazil. This is Brazil. Ah, oh, Brazil. <laughs> they doing it right. Whoa. <laughs> you don't remember that reference from... Uh, I was about to say Resident Evil. Fast and furious. Classic, classic. Now, I mean, you know, this is exciting. You know, this is... Like you said, one hurdle, you know, they already hopped over. Now they got a couple more to go. Hopefully they can get it all, which is what we want, of course, as a gamer. You know, just get it going. Microsoft is going to definitely do some good to these games. I don't get why Sony's just like, you know, oh, it's not fair for the competition. Like when they don't have like exclusive games that are pretty much like What's in a generation? Like game, you know what I'm saying? Like, acting like God of War ain't like going to be the best game of all time, kind of thing. So, you know, it is what it is. But in the end, it's good to see that this is moving forward. Shout out to Brazil doing their thing, and you said Saudi Arabia, right? Saudi Arabia. Yeah,
0: we didn't we didn't get too much information from the Saudi Arabia one, but you know, it was just one one of those things. It passed through, whatever. (laughs) It is what it is. But um, Chris, I'm going to get to you in a second. But one of the things that I do want to mention, as far as like one of the blurbs that were in the article, just kind of since we were just talking about Nintendo a little bit, and I I do find this argument from Sony interesting (laughs) in regards to like, oh, they need Call of Duty, they need Call of Duty. But the Brazilian regulators did specifically say, um, as already seen, Nintendo does not currently rely on any content from Activision Blizzard to complete in the market. In turn, Sony has several uh, predicates, strength of the world's leading brand for more than 20 years, extensive experience in the sector, largest user base largest install base of consoles robust catalog of exclusive games partnerships and multiple publishers brand loyalty etc which should contribute to maintaining the competitiveness of playstation in a post uh operation scenario even in the face of possibly losing activision blizzard content like it's so like basically what they what they said just to kind of in layman's terms, it's like, Sony has hitters, right? Like, that's basically what Manny just said. Sony has hitters, they'll survive. Nintendo has its own hitters, does not have Call of Duty on the platform at all, doesn't have really any Activision Blizzard content on the platform, and they are thriving. So the the notion that Sony (laughs) will be so hurt by not having Call of Duty and not having Activision Blizzard content is bullshit. And then to push that even further that's not even what microsoft is saying they're saying that they they want to put call of duty on playstation they've also gone on record of saying that they want to put call of duty on switch and that they're working with nintendo to try to get that done once the deal closes so like the scenario that you know sony is like all up in arms and yada 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 and like it's just so weird to me now chris um i you know i want to get your take before we move on to the the other side of this story here but you know what do you think about brazil and what they've had to say so far
2: um I, I, you kind of get the impression that maybe that somehow some way sony ticked off brazil in the past because that's kind of like the impression i'm getting because like you said there's kind of some like underlying tone there um in terms of some of the stuff but yeah i mean it's cool i'm glad that the stuff's going smoothly kind of um <laughs> in terms of getting some of this stuff approved um yeah I, I, I don't really see what the big deal is but meh yeah i'm glad it's going I was going not really too much to say on that to be honest with you people need to stop hating let it mm-hmm. happen that's it stop being, stupid. Stop yeah,
0: being it is, stupid it is really silly i don't know i don't get it but um but yeah to you mentioned like you know Sony must have done something to piss him off i actually feel like it's I feel like this is this. This isn't even necessarily that they're pissed off. Like it just seems like this is a, the way regulators should be viewing this. It's like okay, so you as unbiased, a, like, yeah, yeah. Like it's it's a pretty non-biased view of it, right? It's just like this is this is silly. Why are you saying that? Like uh, <laughs> the, the con- so basically the people who make consoles that are essentially in third place, right? Because like Nintendo and Sony are are above Microsoft by you know large margins in certain metrics, depending on what you want to look at you're like the leader in consoles and you're upset because the person in third place wants to buy uh, like more content basically. And they're also saying they're saying out loud publicly that they want to keep that content on your platform. Like I get that there's some, you know, there, there's potential for Microsoft that gets have some wiggle room down the road, but like ultimately they, Microsoft looks like the bad guy. If they go out and say that they want to put this stuff on PlayStation and then take it out later, you know? So mm-hmm. like, you just you're just like yelling into a void. It's just it's so weird to me, bro. And, and like both companies, no, both companies are trying very hard to diminish their own success <laughs> to like either yeah. get this thing through or you know, like like Microsoft's like, oh, we're like third in console sales, we're like seventh in PC sales, mm-hmm. da, da, da. Like they're doing so much work to like discredit themselves. Sony, on the other hand, is doing so much work to discredit themselves, like, oh, mm-hmm. we need Call of Duty to sell systems. Like, you don't have God of War and, and Ghost of Tsushima and Last of Us. You know what I mean? It's like, if they really took that away from me, y'all, are y'all really going to be that hurt? No, you're not.
2: Oh, I'm telling you, the real question here is, right? Fellas, do y'all really think if the tables were turned, right, and PlayStation or Sony was going to get ready to buy Activision Blizzard, you do, do you guys that truly think, do y'all truly think that they would allow this game to be on Microsoft's platform? We wouldn't even absolutely be not, conversation. absolutely not. The, the, yo, they would have did everything in their power to be like, "Yep, nope, you got a year, <laughs> you got a year," and they would have probably been very open about it. Yeah, if I had to guess, you know. So, yeah, nah, man, whatever. <laughs> now, now it's funny you say
0: that, right? Because now you know we'll pivot over to some information that Microsoft had recently just uh, released. It it's funny because it seems like they they really just said this like a couple days ago, really just to brace for whatever is coming out of the UK um, regulators, or I think they, they call it the UK Competition and Markets Authority, so CMA for short. So they they basically just went on like a a completely offensive attack towards it, you know, literally accusing the UK regulators of basically just taking Sony's side. Um, all of the the arguments that the CMA outlined as their concerns for this case are literally the exact same things that Sony said in the Brazil case, like the, the public documents that we've seen from, from Sony and the things that Sony themselves have said publicly. So it's like, you basically aren't, you know, like it kind of sounds like you're not thinking for yourself at the end of the day. Right. You're basically just mm-hmm. maybe, maybe Sony has someone in their pocket, whatever. Right. Like I don't, I, it just sounds weird. And obviously Microsoft has a case there because, if, if Sony has come out and said like, oh, we're concerned about this, this and this, and then the CMA is like one of the only people who are also saying that same thing, it doesn't look good necessarily. I mean, I don't I don't know much about how this these regulatory laws work, but I don't know, I just can't imagine it being particularly great. But just to read off a couple little blurbs of um, Microsoft's response here, all right, so they, they literally just come right out and said the CMA's concerns are misplaced for the following reasons. And some of it's kind of exactly what I was saying beforehand. Sony PlayStation has been the largest uh, console platform for over 20 years with an install base of over 150 million consoles, making it larger than Nintendo and more than double the size of Xbox. So again, they're trying hard to diminish themselves, <laughs> which is funny to see. Um, Sony and Gate, so this is, this is one that was big and it goes into exactly what you were saying Um yourself chris so he says sony engages in conduct today which is reflective of its market power in console gaming meaning they they uh increase prices of consoles without fear of losing any market share um they even go on to say like they've actively tried to to stop games from going into game pass which you know we've obviously talked about before and i remember resident evil being one of the things that um they had like this weird exclusivity deal and like they couldn't do certain things the game couldn't work better on Xbox versus PlayStation, so on and so forth. So, I mean, Sony's, like, out here trying to, you know, make them seem sound, like, holier than now, even though they're A, the market leader, B, people who've actively gone out of their way to try to limit games from going on to to Xbox. Like, I think uh, Final Fantasy 7 Remake is the perfect example, right? That game came out forever ago on PlayStation, and they said it only had a year console exclusivity, but yet it's not on Xbox at all. Um, you know they they constantly fight for exclusive games. You know like they they go out of their way to to get like timed exclusives. I think Seafood might be another example. As much as it breaks my heart, I don't know if that's coming to Xbox anymore because or at all, right? Because <clears throat> obviously we you know the game came out earlier this year, and now it's gonna be going to uh, the Nintendo Switch in in November, if I remember correctly, November eighth, I want to say it was um there's been no talk about it coming to xbox so it seems like their exclusivity deal is done for now and we haven't seen any announcer for xbox so it's like is sony paying you to actively keep it off of xbox is sony creating some sort of deal where it's like uh, a year exclusivity for like away from xbox but switch somehow is different like i don't know just there are all these different things that 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 play into it and it's like i'm wondering if when this stuff gets down to it, you know, whether it's a matter of Microsoft having to take this to court, which they may very well do if the CMA does reject this, um, you know, some of that stuff might come up. Like, well, I'm sure we're going to get a lot more information around some of the other business practices that Sony has been doing. You know, we've, we've heard tons of crazy stuff already. And I, I can only imagine what they do to try to keep themselves, you know, at the top and make sure that no games go to PlayStation. So I don't know, but Manny, I, I want to get your take on it, you know, from the stuff that you've seen from the U.K. regulators. What do you think about it?
1: Yeah, I mean, like you said, I don't know if they have anybody in their pocket. And like, here's a little pocket change, you know, to say this. But <laughs> it, it's honestly all petty in the end. You know, like y'all, you know, are saying, and I'm just going to echo, it's like Sony has no reason to feel like they're losing. They've been winning the console competition. Last generation, Xbox is in the last place. They're just scared of the fact that you know they're they're actually competing now. They're, you know, Xbox Series X is launched very well, in my opinion, and now Game Pass is you know kicking off really well as well. Microsoft keeps on adding to the library, and people keep subscribing, and Sony is just worried. And I don't understand why Sony would be worried. <laughs> because they can easily compete the same way. But, you know, they launched their own PlayStation Plus Premium and Extra. But, like, the problem is they don't want to be like Microsoft and, you know, take the risk of putting their games on that platform. day one. you know, those AAA titles such as God of War and Ratchet and & Clank and stuff like that. And that's the reason why Microsoft is winning, because... Microsoft is taking that chance. You know they're losing a lot of money with people. You know, just just getting the games from Game Pass instead of buying it, you know right out sixty dollars. So, like I said, it's all petty. I don't understand why Sony complains too much, but in the end, I you know, I and I say this a lot: people that play PlayStation and say PlayStation's better in the end are the ones that probably play Call of Duty all the time and. You know, spending most of the time playing that game, so I I can see why they're you know scared of losing that. But at the same time, it's not a big reason for them to be losing because they also have those you know AAA exclusive games that carry them as well.
0: You're not wrong, bro. You're not wrong. There's a, there's a lot of mm-hmm. I I could see a scenario where if a small scenario where if. Call of Duty did go away, which obviously it seems like it's it's not happening. Um, You know, some people might jump ship. What do you think, Chris? You think that would
2: happen? People jumping ship? Yeah. I I mean, if you take what what is a lot of people's favorite game and you put it exclusively on one console (laughs) that you do not own and then you couple that with the idea of Game Pass, people are going to jump ship it's almost like you get a deal plus you get to still play your game that you want to play and within that you're actually going to be able to take advantage of the deal to play the game like bro it's almost like at that point what are you still arguing about the fact that you don't like the controller anymore or some shit like bro like like there, there, there really isn't I don't know I guess some people are loyalists to the heart when it comes to technology and I, I guess I am too to some degree but it ain't that deep it, it is not that deep at the end of the day You know, at the very least, get you the cheap Xbox. You don't even got to go get the crazy expensive one. You know, just go get the cheap one, call it a day, and then keep playing your game. You know? But people definitely going to jump ship. You put that shit in Game Pass, and you put it exclusively on Xbox. Oh, yeah. Or at the very least, they're going to try out PC. You know? One of the two. But that's inevitable, bro. Inevitable. That is too many people's favorite game for it not to sway some folks over. Just as simple as that. Seriously, man. Too many people play this shit. Only come home, they don't even fucking look at other games. They don't download shit else. Fucking hard drive full of space, bro. Full of space. <laughs> Ain't shit on that shit. But COD, bro. Told you, man. Nah. It's, it's true. It is
0: true though. It it's obviously COD is kind of in a different a different place altogether. I think the only thing that usurps it really is is Grand Theft Auto. And it's funny yeah. mentioning that because. There was an interview like a couple days ago with the CEO of Take Two, um, where he came out in support of the deal, you know, in support of Microsoft specifically. He said, you know, in the in the in the interview that Microsoft was an ally and that um, you know this deal would be good for the industry. He didn't get a chance to go too deep into it because the reporter was really aggressively pushing him to to say that like it wasn't good. It was, it was really weird to watch. But um, but what he what he specifically said that stuck out to me was, you know, if basically each game competes on its own and that if microsoft buys um activision that doesn't take away from what take two has which is called co- uh not called co- sorry grand theft auto right like nobody else can make grand theft auto other than rockstar or the way that Rock- like it's very apparent right other people have tried like yeah. a la saints row and i guess to a lesser extent cyberpunk you know like people have tried and failed so you know, like it, it shouldn't take away from what other companies can do, and obviously it doesn't take away from what Sony can do with, with uh, God of War and so on and so forth. But to to kind of make one of the final points specifically on the Call of Duty thing, Microsoft did address that in their statements about the UK thing. You now they, uh, this is verbatim directly from their um, from their press release here, but it said that Microsoft has no intention to take Call of Duty away from gamers, and indeed it has publicly committed not to do so. The value of Call of Duty depends on its community of gamers, the majority of whom are on PlayStation. So they're admitting, you know, off the bat, a lot of play- uh, PlayStation gamers that play Call of Duty. Keeping Call of Duty on PlayStation is therefore a commercial imperative for the Xbox business and the economics of the transaction. Um, they go on to say a lot of other things here, but it, in, in plain text, it's just saying it, 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 we make money. We will make money off of PlayStation gamers. Why the fuck would we take it off the platform? Like there's just there's too much money to be made from that. Obviously, Sony will make a lot of money from having PlayStation gamers stay there, and Microsoft will make just as much because they have to get their cut as well. So it just makes this whole conversation really weird and, and stupid, especially when they're so publicly saying they will put Call of Duty on that platform on PlayStation and and likely even put it on the Switch as well. So I just it's one of those weird things where it's just like people are effectively talking in circles. You know, obviously, we got to the first hurdle with Brazil, we got the first uh, hurdle with, uh, you know, Saudi Arabia, really curious to see, I I think, the FTC, which is the US branch of this whole thing. um, I think they're supposed to rule by November, mid November, early November. So I mean, we may have, like, at least approval or denial from the US very soon. I know the UK one is supposed to happen in January, and you know, the couple other ones that are spread out, but Microsoft still thinks they're, you know, they're still pretty confident that they can get it done. And I I think they ultimately will as well, even if they have to go to court with like the UK and and stuff like that. I think they're going to get it done. It's just a matter of when, not if, in my opinion, um, and yeah, I, and at, when it happens, we'll get all of our games on Game Pass, and it's going to be a beautiful thing. Yeah. And they'll hopefully fix all the problems that are going on with Call of Duty. I, th- I think the biggest one is to, to to stagger its releases so that it's like every two years we get a Call of Duty, give the developers more time, bring back the franchise that we all want to see. I just, I don't know. They need to stop playing. Mm-hmm. They need to stop playing. Because yeah. Microsoft That's really easy. can fix a lot of the problems that are going on with Activision. They could kill all these these sexual assault things that are going on because they'll swap out all the people. Bobby Kotick got to go. All these other troublesome people got to go and just do what they got to do with, with these franchises. That's really what it boils down to at the end of the day, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, no. Well yeah, said.
0: Yeah, man. Well said. Well, <clears throat> that's probably a good place to leave it. You know, we've been uh, going on and on, and we're obviously going to continue to talk more about this Activision stuff at, at some point because it's just kind of the – the gift that keeps on giving you. There's always some comment or so, something happening at some point mm. over the course of the year, man. This is still the biggest. I, I remember what, what was it? Was it January? I, I can't remember. January or February. I just remember it being like, when when that yeah. story hit, bro, I was like messaging y'all like, bro, this is real. <laughs> <laughs> $70 billion.
2: <laughs> like, yeah. Was freaking yeah. Out.
0: like, Man, and it's obviously it's, it's going to be, it is still the biggest deal in gaming since, so yeah we're all gonna keep our eye on it and uh yeah we'll we'll leave it at that thank you guys for watching as always um make sure to like and subscribe if you guys are watching on the youtube page make sure to check us out on our social media platforms as well at Pack pod on twitter and instagram and then uh just search us up expansion pack podcast with an x on tiktok thank you guys again for watching and listening check you guys out next week peace